because I've been so busy with work lately, I haven't had time to just play stuff. And while you were gone was like, finally, things were able to sort of like drop away. And I was like, I'm going to just play some video games now. Yeah. And it yeah, was just... it was weird because it was it, it, that's usually really hard for me to put myself in the mindset of like, I can just take time to do something for myself. But I've been so busy and had so little time lately that I finally, like, I had been working so much that I finally worked myself into a point where it's like, I deserve this. <laughs> you know? That's because that's always the thing, is like, I have to feel like I deserve to take the time. Like, I've worked hard enough to have earned it. Yeah. Which is a, which is well, a messed up mental place to be, but that's where I find myself most of the time. I think it's and, partially because you're the streaming stuff too, right? Because cause it's it's not only you've earned it, but it's also, oh, I don't have to stream this. Yeah, that is that is a big part of it also. But I mean, that's also that's also a, a, a matter of like, you know, should this also be work? Mm -hmm. When I'm when I'm going to play something, should I should I parlay this into something where like it doesn't feel like I'm just wasting time because I'm technically making it work? Yeah, yeah. And honestly, the, the backlog has gotten so deep and I have and I have uh, because I've been playing longer games on stream, I think Triangle Strategy and La Mulana and I mean, Dark Souls isn't, isn't a super long game, but like it took us a few sessions to to finish that. It was and like 40 hours, wasn't it? Something like that. I mean, I mean that's I've pretty long. I've basically played it through twice. Well, I've played it once on stream or Okay. <laughs> the PC version on Steam where my actual playtime is logged mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Um shows that we played for 118 hours. Now one of those is Jesse's playthrough and one of those is my playthrough. That makes sense, yeah. Um and I have a playthrough from before that, but I think it was on PS3. Oh, wow. So you've played it a couple of times. Yeah. No, I played it once around the time that it came out, and then I played it once, you know. I played mm, it once on stream okay. a couple years ago. That makes sense, yeah. So, TLDR, the, I, the, the point that I'm making here is essentially um, two playthroughs took about 120 hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then just take 20 hours off for stream stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Um... Like setting up and stuff. I mean, I'm not even talking about the actual uh, stream time, like where you're chatting and things like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, you, it you all to... it all goes in. Yeah, yeah. But it's a long game. I, I guess I, this all stemmed from because you said it's not that long, and I was like, that's it's like a pretty long game. Yeah, like, I, the, the point a, I'm getting a... to is like I've been playing longer games on <laughs> yeah. stream and getting a sense of how long it takes to really just sit down and play. <laughs> Speaking. a big 60 70 80 hour game on stream and i'm like i look at all of the other like 40 50 hour rpgs that i have sitting around that i've told myself oh maybe i'll stream that and i'm like i'm never gonna have time to stream this <laughs> speaking of being overly specific about language <laughs> going off on a tangent uh, yes. how long a game is and then having to explicitly talk about how long that game was to then just go back and be like, yeah, I've been playing a lot of long games. Yeah, <laughs> that's good at this. The point <laughs> that we're getting to here is I've been playing really long games on stream 
and because I'm getting a sense of how long it takes to finish a long game on stream, it makes me a lot more willing to just not save all of the other long games for stream. It's like some of these games just it, there's no point in looking at every RPG that I ever might want to play and being like, I have to wait to stream that because it will be literally years to get through all of them. Yeah, unless you played, you know, eight hours a day or something like that. And like even the the Trials of Honor remake that I played a few weeks ago, like yeah, we talked about that last week a bit. Yeah, that only took me like a couple of weeks to get through, but it was like a maybe a thirty or forty hour game by the time I was done with it. Yeah, and that, that's short for RPG. Yeah, it's it's a fairly well, concise experience. That, that's, I don't mean short. That's I would say thirty to forty is probably the average of. You know what it is? It's like RPG. a decent length for a nineteen nineties RPG. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's like the. PS PS one PS two Super Nintendo all that stuff those were around most yeah. I feel like most RPGs of that length unless they had some extreme amount of extra content in them my 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 or lots my, of uh, grinding true yeah my my uh like measure for how long a game should be is skewed because I I was playing uh I'm I was excited for Three Hopes so I was like mm. you know what fine I'll, I'll even though I know the story of Three Houses I'm gonna play through and finish that playthrough and i did that and then i was playing another route and it's like you know 100 plus hours later oh, it's like, yeah, oh my yeah. god i've i've played this game for a very long time <laughs> i was so, a, like did you recently go in and finish three houses mm-hmm. oh like in the last yeah, like couple of weeks week. no like four days ago oh uh, well i mean that's within the last couple of weeks oh yeah i guess i guess i pictured a couple of weeks as somehow more sort more towards later than the last four days kind of for some reason yeah, that's, even it would be I mean, included. certainly like it being a few days ago provides much more context but but i should have said yes a few days ago <laughs> wow we are in fine form we today. are we are we are in top form because <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I was playing the demo of three hopes and man i am i'm excited for a for a nice musu game yeah 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 how uh, how did you find Three Houses actually? Well, I'm I already know, knew the everything about it because uh, I I had played it when it first came out. I got really far, then stopped. Then was like, hmm, how did that end? I don't feel like playing it again. So I looked everything up. And, I mean, mm. I like it. It's a, it's an okay strategy game. Uh, yeah. I like. So I actually think the story is really cool. If you go and play all of the routes, which I did not do, but if you if you read. Like, or watch like a synopsis video that's like an hour long explaining everything that goes on in all of the routes. It's a really, really cool story that mm-hmm. I wish that they pared down into maybe two routes. <laughs> or like they all like I I think that the the it's it's too bad that they the the whole story couldn't be seen by the majority of players. Cause I would say the the absolute vast majority of people will never know what the hell's going on in any other route. Or everybody hates Edelgard if they never did her route kind of a yeah, thing, right? Yeah, like it's yeah. uh I mean she pretty well she pretty well positions herself as a villain. If yeah, you're but if you not pl- if like you play right her route, next it's to good. her the whole time. Yeah. It's it's what she's like there's a lot of stuff I don't know, I like her as a character quite a bit, because you know, in her route she doesn't become a fallen demon god zombie th- resident evil boss. Um so it's I I don't know. I really liked Three Houses overall. Uh, I think that the the whole Harry Potter part was fun, where you're running around the castle. The battles yeah, yeah, were yeah. pretty good. I think they were sort of basic. Like, the maps weren't that interesting. It was basically just kind of mass move your units around. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or you know, have one sit there and tank. Like, have the enemy phase tank, and then your player phase stuff. 
mop things up. I don't know. Uh, there, I didn't feel like I had to strategize that hard, but I wasn't playing on maddening. I was just playing on like normal classic or whatever, and I didn't right, lose right. anybody until the very last mission. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just finishing the game now. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I had a similar experience with it, where like I played it when it came out. I was really into it. Dropped off about halfway to two thirds of the way through. Yeah like didn't play it for like a year to two years or so mm-hmm. then just picked it up picked it back up and finished it over a weekend and that was like <laughs> last summer i want to say <laughs> um and it's it's always weird when i do that with an rpg because it's like okay i kind of forgot what's happening and who everybody is and right <laughs> like what's actively happening at this time it's gone all of like you don't really care about anyone anymore the the stuff that's going on you're sort of like oh yeah yeah that's cool like you're more reading it or you're more watching it as a passive observer as opposed to someone that's part of the action for me when i go back to a game after that much time which is why i decided to just read the story um right away when i when i after like a few months of not playing because like if i don't if i don't find the story out now i'm never gonna care and i'm 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 glad i did because like oh yeah that's neat i actually still care about that kind of stuff but uh playing through it again i mostly just playing because i really wanted more I don't know, Three Houses lore? Because I, I didn't realize Three mm-hmm. Hopes is a like an alternate universe. I thought it was just going to be sort of like a... Um, like a continuation? Uh, yeah, like Age of Calamity or whatever, where it's yeah. like still part of the canon story somehow, even though it's not exactly. Well, Age of Calamity is technically also an alternate universe, isn't it? I thought it was... Isn't it like a split timeline thing? Yeah, but I thought they did some weird time travel shenanigan things where it's still part of... I don't know. It's like... It's still part of the main zelda storyline but that's not really saying much Um, i like i feel like with a lot of spinoff games like that they make it canon but they make it canon by sealing all of the consequences off into its own pocket universe yeah but it's and i don't know what they're doing with with this but it seems like it's i don't know it's just kind of neat that i like so uh, in the in the demo like the third mission of the demo, it's like, oh, the time skip happens. I'm like, what the hell? Oh, it just kind of casually glossed over in like three sentences. It's like, oh, that is not what this game is going to be about. It's going to be, it's going to be exploring a different version where maybe Byleth is the, some sort of villain in a way, or I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, um, that is cool. Um, I think that I don't have any immediate plans to play it. Yeah, yeah, that's what you said. Um. Obviously, I hope it's good. I think it's mostly just like a Musou game is not really like I'm not in the mood for one right now. If you are not in the mood for a Musou game, then there is no fun playing it. But I will say going back to like, it's interesting talking about Three Houses because I like that game. I did the Golden Deer route. I do remember being really upset that there is a point where you literally just execute Edelgard. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah that, that, when i had to uh yes it's it's messed up when you when you just kill like your classmates from before or, or yeah house it leaders sucks and stuff. i like it's a cutscene death for her too and Yo, it's byleth herself who does well yeah i like byleth does it as in, just like a like, hardcore like i'm glad it's you kind of moment <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like okay it's 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 one of those, so Three Houses is this game that somehow Nintendo's like, yeah, no, we don't care. You just do whatever you want in the story. Like, it can be extremely brutal. No one's actually going to read this. <laughs> like, I, it's, it's such an intense storyline for Nintendo when you really look at all of the things that happen in it. 
What, like it's it's I, I let me rephrase that Nintendo of America J- Nintendo of Japan doesn't care they'll 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 do a whole lot of weird stuff I mean I think it was largely co-developed by Tecmo Koei mm-hmm. so like I think they mostly just kind of passed I think Intelligent Systems just kind of passed everything over to them and they're like yeah just do it just go but I mean honestly Fire Emblem stories can get pretty hardcore they do as they, Nintendo storylines go that's what I mean, is that Nintendo's like, yeah, it's fine. No kids are playing this. No, it's no Fire Emblem. Do what you want. <laughs> yeah, like, Make it tragic. Yeah. Because the fact that you just straight up kill potential uh, main characters is kind of wild for, for, for like, a I don't know, a game story. I, I know characters die all the time, but it's weird that you can well, like, be the one to do it. Well, like, it's someone who you spend the first half of the game on friendly terms with. Yeah. And then... It's just like, okay, well, now they're the enemy. Go. Yeah, and, and Dimitri's route is totally batshit insane. Like, he just loses his mind completely. He, he becomes the Joker for a while, and then at the end he's like, okay, actually, I want to be a good person again. Like, <laughs> his, his storyline's wild. He In, just wants like, to kill and murder everyone. He's like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, in in the Golden Deer route... Yeah. In the Golden Deer route, Dimitri dies off screen. <laughs> like someone else is like, oh, yeah, I saw this happen. And everyone just stabbed him with spears over and over until he was dead. <laughs> and it's like, that's the end of him, I guess. Like, it was so unceremonious. Like, you don't see it. It's just someone talking about it and being like, oh, God, it was awful. And it's like, that's, that's so unceremonious for, like, one of the literal cover characters to go. Yeah. That, like, I, I almost don't believe it. Yeah, that, that, well, that's, so that is the, the biggest problem with um, the, the storyline, I feel like, as a whole, is that because it's, they, they expect you to play through the game three times. Right. There's so much of the story just not part of each arc. Or yeah, f- yeah, four times, not three times, because there's the church. Yeah, there too. is two. There's two um, black Eagle, Eagle routes, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's it's. I, I think that that it's really cool, and I I kind of like it, but I also kind of don't. I don't know how I feel about it entirely. I wish you could get the full story with with you know if you spend a hundred hours playing a game or sixty hours, you should be able to get the majority of the story, not just a a fourth of it. That is honestly something I'm currently running into with Triangle Strategy. Oh, really? oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because you've 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 put like a hundred hours into that. I am now over a hundred hours in Triangle Strategy, and the thing is, like, there is a there's three separate routes, and then if you hit all the decisions just right, there is a there's a true golden ending route. Oh right, um, yeah, that's that's what, yeah. I remember you saying that that, and that that's what I'm working on right close. now. And in the you know, the problem is to get that route, there are some decisions that you have to make in a specific way. Mm-hmm. And some of those decisions are like there's like one of three decisions that send you to different places to talk to different people, to do different missions, to get different dialogues, to see different part of the story. But I can't take those because I did. I made the right decision the first time. So there's two other like oh. potential chapters that I can't see because I'm trying to get the good, good ending. So you'd have to like do another new game plus to see that stuff. Yeah. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to set um, I'm trying to like set rotated saves 
Sure, on those yeah. on those like branching points so that I yeah. can at least go in and see what happens if I make that decision. Yeah, so that's that is that is where I've I've kind of fallen in love with uh YouTube commentary list playthroughs mm. of games. Because I was like, oh this is great. I can watch the stuff I want to see uh from the game and I don't have to spend another 60 hours playing the other route or something yeah. like that. I that absolutely would be what I would do to find out if I wasn't just having so much damn fun playing the yeah, actual that's, game. That's like, that that uh, I have never played through a fifty to sixty hour RPG back to finished back. it and then just the next day been like I'm going to keep playing this because I want to. Yeah, it sounds amazing. It's like, and it's funny talking about Three Houses because I'm like, oh yeah, that game, and then I like I've been playing so much Triangle Strategy. I'm like, there, it's not close. Oh, I imagine it's the, not. the like, and I like Three Houses a lot. I really enjoyed that game. Yeah. That game is not Triangle Strategy. Triangle Strategy is in a different tier. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, hell, it has to be for you to have played it for that long and then play. If you know, because you don't do that. I don't do that. <laughs> you you simply just do not. <laughs> like I even games that I really really like and would go back like. So Persona 5 Royal came out and I Jesse bought it and I didn't play it because I was like, I don't know. I spent like 100 hours in that game and I know there's new content and really good stuff and a new character that and a whole bunch of a whole bunch of new things to see. But enough of the game is the same where I don't really care to play through it again. <laughs> when 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 we played through Persona 3 a long time ago, we you know, we got our ending. It's like, man, we didn't see a bunch of stuff because we weren't following any walkthrough or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you miss out on a lot of the social links and stuff. Yeah. And so we we just booted up a, a YouTube video that was, you know, an hour long for each social link and, and skipped to the parts that we hadn't seen yet and just watched those. It was like, you know, maybe maybe an hour and 20 minutes of stuff that, you know, if you, if you want to watch every single thing and it was so great to be able to just watch it on YouTube instead of having to play through the entire game, following a walkthrough or, or purposely, uh, boosting a social link. I, yeah. I, I really appreciate playthroughs on YouTube in a different way. Now that I don't want to be bothered doing that myself. Like, like if I was going to play through Chrono Trigger mm -hmm. and I just like, you know, I kind of want to see those joke endings again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to type that into Google. <laughs> I've never I'm... done the joke endings in Chrono Trigger. I've only really? ever seen them on YouTube. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did all of them. But sometimes that bites time. you. Sometimes that bites you in the ass. Because I did that with Nier. Mm. Where I looked up like endings BC. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. It, like initially. Oh, back, Like dude. when I first played it, I finished it to ending A. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, you're supposed to play through like the second half of the game two, three more times to get the rest of the endings. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I'm just going to look up the endings. Oh, you're like, wait a minute. And I was like, okay, yeah, a meal's still alive. Cool. <laughs> like those are that that's interesting. <laughs> and not realizing what actually happens in when you play through the second and third so I didn't find that out way later until some YouTubers that I follow actually played through the game and I was watching their I was watching their playthrough and then they're like <laughs> it's one of those things where one of them doesn't know the game and the other one does. Yeah, they're like, and oh, they're yeah, talking no, about how like you get these new scenes and this new context and I was like, "Oh my god, I didn't finish playing this game." No, no you really really didn't. 
I did like I played through like less than half of this. To be I fair, did, I knew nothing. I I I feel like with a game like Near, it's a little more in on the nose that hey, you're supposed to play more of this. The joke endings in Chrono Trigger are not. <laughs> like, no, those are I those mean, are just for fun. Those are for fun. The like the subsequent playthroughs in Near are a integral part of the story. yeah like it's kind of the whole point of playing the game it really is yeah and i literally stopped at ending a and just was like okay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna play through it again it wasn't it wasn't good enough for that it was a nice experience the music's really good (laughs) and then you're like oh no (laughs) years later years later i was like oh my god did you end up going back and playing it then or did did i didn't go back and i didn't go back and play it myself yeah. Until Replicant came out last year. Okay, that's that's what I was going to ask. Is that that was it? If that was your first time technically playing the yep. the whole experience, then you got the bonus, the bonus bonus ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, the the bonus ending was extra content, and there's also some ex. There was also like one extra scene in ending C. Oh really? Oh cool. Yeah. Because the the, I, the I whole sunken Replicant. ship scene was apparently cut concept uh cut content from the original that they mm. added back in. And they they gave that a whole resolution for the for the third playthrough. That's to, cool. Just to give it just to make the third playthrough because you get most of the you get most of the meat on the second on the second playthrough. Yes. In terms of like the additional context and stuff. So they uh, for replicant, they added one extra scene into the ending C uh, playthrough just so that it's not the same thing. So none of the none of the playthroughs are quite exactly the same. Oh, that's which cool. is nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I would like to play Replicant. I could it's it's been long enough that I would enjoy playing through Nier again. Yeah. And Leticia's never seen the story and doesn't know anything about it, so it would be one of those fun experiences. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, I love like I love showing it to people or experiencing it through people who haven't It's just uh, a friendly action RPG. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> it's a feel good. It's a real experience. lighthearted. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> No, it's it's one of the most thought provoking games I think I've ever played. And I I will never I will never not recommend it to people. As long as they like it. It's a particular type of person. I recommend it to anyone who has a working sense of empathy. (laughs) Anyone who possesses that particular superpower. Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, you know, if you're the type of person who likes to play video games without thinking. Sure. It's probably not going to really land for you. But, like, you know, if, if you recognize theming and and, you know, you can sort of connect with the story and really feel the story, like, really connect with the characters and feel the story beats and stuff like that. And you, you know, you feel for it. And you can have the you can have that experience. Yeah, play near. Yeah, play near. That's that's the that's my recommendation. You know what? You know what people should play this week if they if they're into uh, beat 'em ups. I feel like I know what you're gonna say because literally my entire yeah. YouTube like subscription list is like, oh my god, this game is so good, dude. The new Turtles game is freaking awesome. I I love it. I love it so much. 
they, they did a great job. I still, I still don't quite understand the obsession with uh, awarding people for doing perfect no damage playthroughs and beat em ups, but that's fine. It's not uh, that big of a deal. If it's not for you, then it's not for you, <laughs> but it's for somebody. Exactly. Like, I don't care. It, it makes, and I don't, like, I'm not worried about the uh, uh, achievements or whatever. I don't think you have to do it for achievements, even. But, like, the, for uh, somebody, for somebody out there, oh, that achievement people, adds a hundred hours of replayability. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the the game just playing it for like casually for fun is just so good. It feels so good. I I wasn't gonna play it, and the the like the immensely positive reviews coming in from all coming in from like all angles are getting difficult to ignore. Yeah, I think you should play it. I'll probably play it. I don't know when I'm going to play it. I think I'm really in an RPG kick right now. Oh, I don't mean you should buy it like today and play it. I just mean that at some point in your life, you should absolutely 100% play this video game. Yeah. You, no, I'd be I, very I, surprised if you don't like it. Oh, I'm like, it's so I have or no doubt play. that I'll like it. Like, that's the thing. I, I don't actually like, I don't actually discount the idea that I will be a fun game that I will enjoy. It's it just comes back to time. It's like, is this the game yeah. that I want to play right now? The, it's it's I was I was totally happy buying it, playing it through one time and then setting it aside until I have a chance to play it with other people, um, either online or, you know, in person or something like that. And when I they, got they, when I got Streets of Rage four, um, I played that game through like four or five times on increasingly higher difficulties with different characters, trying out different combos. I actually got sucked into that game for longer than I play most beat-em-ups because there's a there's a level of that game that is sort of geared towards perfection. Yeah, absolutely. Um I mean that in, game in a, that game is way in a way, way more... that is like it demands perfection but it's also kind of accessible. Sure. In a way yeah. like it doesn't feel impossible to do. Yeah, I think I think the the that 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 has the you know the the idea of the no damage perfect clear yeah, yeah, aspect yeah, yeah. to it. But the it still feels good to get those combos going in Streets of Rage. The 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 thing I like the least about Streets of Rage 4 is just how slow it felt. Yeah. And when you play Streets of Rage 2 and the in Streets of Rage 1 or 3 whatever, it those are slow games too, but they don't feel as slow compared to streets of rage four streets of rage four feels really slow as you're moving along for some reason like yeah, it's, it's i, I love playing it and i played it a bunch um but the turtles game that they, they made it so fast feeling and I, I appreciate that a lot like it feels really really quick to, hmm. to zip around the map like this the levels and stuff see i like the the thing i like about streets of rage four is that it does feel slow but if a when a game is slow because it's lending itself to like defensive options that it wants to give you time to react for or it wants to give you like additional input time to to do your combos and stuff. Yeah. Like I think the game's design works in its favor. Not to say that everyone has to enjoy that or that that works for everyone, but that would be my thing with Turtles is like it, uh, Double Dragon Neon is like that, too. It's kind of slow, but it's also very defensive. It's about don't get hit. Sure. OK. Um, whereas like a lot of classic beat em ups are just about walk up to dude and mash your buttons. 
yeah, and I think that's that that's my favorite way to play a beat 'em up for sure. <laughs> so like that is like I imagine that um Shredder's Revenge probably has both options available. I think it does. Yeah. It has the it has the mash it out, but I I would be shocked if there's not a a dodge or a parry or a block or some combination of all of those things um that you can just use to, you know, to play defensive and mix up your combos and stuff like that. Yeah, oh no, there's a ton of moves that you have at your disposal. If yeah. you can you can absolutely play through that game with a level of finesse that I don't know if I've ever seen a beat 'em up before in terms of movement and the way you do damage or the way certain types of moves have priority mm. uh compared to other moves and using your the, the specials that you get or saving your special to do like a super special thing like you go yeah, super yeah, saiyan yeah, yeah. or whatever um it is a it feels good and i we i only played it with the so it's just the two people play through but you could do it with six people <laughs> yeah so i heard it's got like x-men arcade levels of uh of co-op yes yeah, it's, it's six people local or online uh, I, I hope it's, I might, I might just play with some strangers to get a feel for that. Okay. Just to, just to, just to try it out. But I haven't, I don't know. I played, we played through it the one time and then I messed around with some of the, you unlock a uh, Casey Jones as a character yep. and I messed around with him for a bit and I was like, awesome. I'm happy. I'm, I'm good playing this later. There's a bunch of other games I want to play right now, but it was a really, it was just such a good experience. Have you played as April? Yeah. Well, Lachesia did. I did not play as April because I, I am. I am curious her. about how that even works. It seemed like she just has, you know, a move. Set. She uses her, uh, her, her, her uh, recording camera sometimes to to smack people's heads and her. Excellent. That's and... what I wanted to hear. <laughs> like, April does she like... use the news equipment as weapons? Yes. Excellent. She's. A, I'm. I'm really glad that they added her as a character. Yeah, that's um, awesome. It seemed. It just made sense to me. I remember people were kind of mad about it, but that's just the internet. Yeah. And I thought it was cool. Like I was like, hey, no, she seems like a character that they should add as a playable character. She's like a big deal in the the 80s cartoon, 90s cartoon and every cartoon sub since then. And in the comic books, if you like the the newer comic books, the the IDW run, mm-hmm. she plays a big part in all of that. So I thought it was awesome that they added her. And the the they really captured the feel of the the 80s cartoon. I don't know. I I was so I was just like smiling the whole time cuz you know I spent a lot of time playing all of the old Turtles games and watching the show and even the goofy live action movies as a kid. So it was just like, oh, yeah, I remember this character. Oh, yeah, this character. Oh, like they'd show the silhouette. Like, no way. It's that they had that person. Neat. Because <laughs> I haven't watched anything about the game. So it was just like a like experiencing a, a cartoon as a kid again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I come into this from a very different direction of like i've never really been into turtles yeah i've always been aware of it but it's never been like my favorite thing uh i never you know i never read the comics i never really watched the show i haven't seen any of the movies um i played like the one turtles arcade game that i thought was pretty fun but that was probably my that was probably my my greatest exposure to the entire franchise was just playing that in the arcades a couple times mm, okay so i haven't like i don't dislike it i've just never it's kind of in that Transformers zone where it's like this was a big 80s and 90s tv show that everyone seemed to like and i didn't get it mm-hmm. yeah and now that i'm you know in my 30s everyone still likes it and i 
I'm just like, yeah, I never got into that, but okay. So yeah. like, I'm going to go into it feeling basically no nostalgia or, you know, particularly close feelings about the subject matter. Yeah. But I absolutely am in for like a good video game. It is. It is definitely a, a good video game. And it's that's, a, that's really all I want game. out of it. Obviously I'm biased, so I can't say what the experience will be like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't imagine it'll be any different because like I, you know, I played Final Fight as a kid, not rather than Streets of Rage. So it's not like I had really uh, it's not like I had really, really close feelings about Streets of Rage either. But Street okay, Rage yeah. 4 is rad. Yeah, it is. Because it's just a good video game. So I imagine, especially, you know, this also being made by .mu. Yep. yep. Um, this will basically be the same thing if not better, because they've actually, you know, they already made Streets of Rage 4 and can take that knowledge and refine it and make this a better game with, you know, the knowledge that they obtained from doing Streets of Rage. So I have high hopes for it. It's just a matter of like, you know what? You know where I'm at right now? Where? here, Where I'm at right now is I have started knocking some longer RPGs that I've been wanting to play for a while off my backlog. Yeah. And I'm into that. Like, I'm I'm yeah, really enjoying going. playing longer RPGs. And if I let myself get caught up with, like, shorter, like, beat-em-ups or roguelites or sports games, even though, like, that's kind of happened a little bit, but I'm trying to, you know, keep that in moderation. Stuff that I can just, like, spend a lot of time playing over and over. Like, I will I will spend time doing that instead of playing through longer games that would I would put, like, the same amount of time into, but that I can just go through and finish. And I'm trying to keep myself on, like, the path of, like, here's another long game that I want to start and play and finish. And I'm hesitant to start anything else while I'm in that mindset because it happens so rarely. <laughs> Because it's like, if I don't play this now, it's going to be another three years before I think about it. Or never. <laughs> or never. <laughs> like, as it is, I'm finishing Triangle Strategy. I finished Trials of Mana. I'm thinking about starting Dragon Quest or um, Shin Megami Tensei Five or Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Like, these are all games that have just been sitting around for a year or more. I yeah, think SMT5 came out like last September November or something or like something. that. Yeah. But they've all been just sitting around and I want to play them. And if I don't play them while I'm actually in the mood to start a big game, I'll just fall into something different and get distracted and then stop thinking about it and then be like, I don't know. I don't want to play a long game. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Hey, so do you, do you think um, there's going to be a, a, a Nintendo Direct? this week oh is that is it rumored i haven't uh, actually i haven't actually heard anything there's there's usually like one in july or june july area i want to say i mean and the answer is being... there will always be a nintendo direct <laughs> like i don't know when it's gonna be but it's well, not like yeah. they're not gonna have one eventually oh yeah yeah of course of course i was just wondering if if you had heard anything because there was some rumblings that there was going to be happening uh last week and then now people are saying it's this week and then some like, you know, there's people that I don't know, have insider information, quote unquote. Ah, uh, yes. The famous Nintendo leaks. Exactly. Um, that is definitely happening this Thursday. So the 23rd 
of June. I don't know. I have not actually heard any of this. So I would be very curious to see what they would talk about. I I, I hope they do only because I don't know what it would be on because I feel like we already have our big releases for the year lined up. Yeah, I mean, we already know Breath of the Wild isn't coming out until next year. Yeah, we have, we have there's Splatoon and Pokemon, which are like the two really big. Yeah, Pokemon Nintendo. has already had its own direct. Exactly. Yeah, um, and they 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 uh, the the Three Houses game is coming out. Are like there would be no reason for. I mean, I suppose they could have a a direct on the day Three Houses is released, but that's weird. Or Three Hopes, excuse me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess the rumor is that there's a completed fire emblem game a mainline fire emblem game and it has been done for a little about a year now that they have that they're kind of sitting on and that that was sort of one of the things they were going to talk about um i mean that would be fine yeah it would be it would it would sort of make sense to announce that at on the day that another fire emblem game is released because then maybe yeah, especially a spin-off up. game yeah yeah because then, then you know you're, you're getting injected with that that fire emblem uh, hype and then you're like i gotta buy more fire emblem stuff <laughs> yeah because let's be real here anytime that anytime the tecmo koe and omega force were, does a uh, like a crossover muso game yeah that is just fan service yeah that's all it is like that's true of the that's true of fire emblem warriors ha- that's true of hyrule warriors that's I was gonna true say of it's dragon quest true that's true with... of um they did like a gundam version of it some years back oh yeah yeah um, anytime they, anytime they get into another franchise and do a Muso game, it's just straight, Hey, you love these characters, watch them do cool stuff. <laughs> it's just like fan service, get hype. So on the tail, it make, yeah, it makes sense that on the tail of fan service, get hype, they'd be like, and here's a new game. And they yeah, can sort it- of like parlay that. Yep. Yep. Um, I don't know. I, they, <sighs> I, I don't know. They like maybe there's news on Metroid Prime Four. Oh yeah, true. I guess Bayonetta Three theoretically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe they'll release um, Advance Wars because that's technically. Done. Oh yeah, I forgot that's just sitting around. So they could just be like, oh yeah, Advance Wars is coming out later today or now. Because <laughs> I love totally that. forgot that was supposed to come out like several months ago, and then they were like, oh wow, bad timing. Yeah, so they didn't. So they they could they could drop that. Oh, it'd be fun. I, I I like the I I love the directs even if there's stuff that I just don't care about in them half the time. <laughs> it's, it's... I feel like they lost their luster now that there's not Smash character reveals. <laughs> like they're still fun, but like that was always such a headlining event. Yeah, it was always exciting to see how they how they introduced the character. Mm-hmm. The 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 other game that's coming out soon is um uh Monster Hunter Rise. Oh man, I'm, I'm really excited. Oh yeah, for that. Sunbreak? Yeah, yep. Super hyped for that and get some new amiibos while I'm at it, because, you know, I, why not? Capcom really likes releasing three amiibos with the new Monster Hunter games now. I mean, so that's, I'm, I'm sure it does well for them. <laughs> I'm sure it does. That's, that's the end of the month. So, uh, two, two, man, it's, it's sort of insane how many games are coming out between now and I don't know forever. Do you remember like, when summer used to be a slow period for game releases? Of course, of course. It's it's it was famous for, it, but now there there are so many games. Like every single, every I feel week. like the last three summers have been like white hot for for game releases. 
I think now that video games are are big enough where they're not just parents begrudgingly buying them buying their kids video games at Christmas. That's they're true. like, oh, we have to we have to capitalize on the summer blockbuster. You know what also is you know what also is a big thing hmm. is like there is still a winter release like there is still a like holiday winter fall release window. Yeah, that is adhered to. And it is all by the biggest, it like, it's all now uh, he, adhered to by the biggest, like, annualized AAA titles that no one cares about. <laughs> it's like, it, okay, it's not that no one cares about them. It's that there's people who really, really, really like video games like us and probably several of our listeners. And then there are people who buy call of duty every year and that's it yeah i mean hey they're they're they got they they got the call they heard the call (laughs) (laughs) or like hey there's a new assassin's creed game or there's a new halo or there's a new you know what those like those like big names mainstream franchises (laughs) yeah okay okay i was gonna say we can't it's kind of it's i don't think halo gets to uh there's only been like what five of them (laughs) I mean, at one point it was the, it's not, it's certainly not annualized, but at one point it was one of those games where like, oh, I don't play video games other than Halo. Halo. Yeah, absolutely. It did, it did, uh, it it brought the, the edge back to FPS console. Yeah, well, I mean, it gave it to it in the first place. I suppose that's true. I don't think it ever brought it back. Well, it was, it was cool to play Goldeneye on the 64 that's true that's true that's true there's a lot of people that probably didn't play video games but they're like oh yeah i played goldeneye last year for cusa grande i played a uh i played a sort of like doom like or or wolfenstein like fps on the genesis and it ran at about three frames per second the whole time yeah i remember that what what game was that uh that game was called bloodshot (laughs) oh i would not remember that i remember it very well i'm sure you do it was awful to watch. <laughs> well, I had a uh, I had a match yesterday that was equally awful. Yeah, I, I had it on in the background and I didn't watch any of it. Yeah, you, I, there wasn't much to see. <laughs> no, there certainly wasn't <laughs> because it was a it was a Game Boy game from 1993 where they tried to do three dimensional dog fighting. Yeah, it was rough I, when, I, when you first started playing. And I saw the title. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> Top Gun Guts and Glory. And I, I was like, as a Game Boy Top Gun game. This is going to be real bad. Oh. So like the there's an NES Top Gun game that's also pretty bad, but it yeah. gets away from being like it, it. It manages to not be as rough because it's essentially a rail shooter. And you that's can move you can bad, move around sure. and, and you can move around and shoot things and whatever. But you are essentially on rails, so you don't have mm-hmm. to worry about actually maneuvering your plane. You're just kind of moving up, down, left, right. It's kind of like Star Fox. Yeah. Um, did, did anyone... This game actually tries to do an ace combat thing on the Game Boy with with two colors. Do you think that do you think they even play tested it once? Do you think they just programmed it and was like, it's good enough? Dude, I want to I want to explain something very important to you. There's like six people listed in the credits for making this game. And one of them was Don Matrick. What? Now, if the if the name Don Matrick doesn't mean anything to you, 
Perhaps you will remember his smarmy face from the initial launch of the Xbox One where they were trying to make it always online. And he did a, uh, he did a, an interview with, um, oh God, who was it? Who was the Game Awards guy? Um, oh, geez. Is it Jason? It's not Jason Schreier, is it? No. Isn't he the writer for Kotaku? Yes. Jeff Keighley. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. Yeah, he's doing an interview with Jeff Keighley, and Jeff Keighley is pressing him on, like, okay, so what happens for, uh, you know, so the the Xbox One is going to require always online connectivity, but what about people who don't have internet? And Don Matrick smiles at the camera and says, for people who don't have internet connection, we have a, we have a, uh, we have a product for them, and it's called Xbox 360. Damn. <laughs> so Jeff Keeley's like, so that's that's your message is just if you don't have internet, don't buy the new console. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they then he got were... fired and went to Zynga. I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure he lost his job after he did. That. He did shortly after that. Because the PS4 won that entire console generation by following up that per- by following up that presence at at e3 being like hey all that stuff microsoft said we're not gonna do that you don't have to be online and then there were like huge cheers going up from the audience and then everyone bought them they literally were like here's a cd (laughs) or a blu-ray disc or whatever it's like you can use one of these or something like that and it's like oh my god i remember the the ad that they did because (laughs) there was a whole thing where like yeah you can't share games like yes. you can't share disc based yes, games what, because yeah. they have like a they all connect to your Xbox and then they download digitally and then there's a whole digital signature where it's tied to your box even though it's on disc. And then there's like, oh, but you can still do you can still do sharing. They were trying to set up like sort of Steam library sharing. Yes. And it's yeah. like, okay, so here's the steps you have to take. And it was like a five or six step process. <laughs> And then then Sony does a version of this where it's like, okay, here's how you share games on PS4. And it's just like, it's just like someone holding the, the, the box of the game. And it's like, here you go. Thank you. (laughs) So, I mean, they like Microsoft tried to overcomplicate everything. And Sony was like, yeah, we're not doing that. And then they won. That whole that whole console generation was won at that like 2012 or 2013 E3. <laughs> they they and it's, Don Matrick was the face of that, and he was a he was one of the designers on this stupid game. And I looked it up; it really is him because it was he was actually the um, uh, it's like interactive design or something like that was the name of the company, something like that. Okay, and it's like he's listed as the as a former, you know, a CEO there, and then it was acquired by uh, Electronic Arts, and now exists as EA Vancouver. Really? Yep. And then he presumably made a ton of money from the buyout and started doing his own thing. Ended up at Microsoft. Did that that whole thing happened? Then ended up at Zynga. Pretty sure he got fired from that, too, and I don't know what he's doing now. But he made this bad Top Gun game for Game Boy, yeah, and well. I played it, and I took second. <sighs> oh, good. You did get second place, because I, I was going to ask you uh, how it went. 
since I, I actively was not paying attention. I just, I had, I left it open, but yeah, my, it's, my God. I, it was, it wasn't much to watch. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It seemed very painful, but then I was like, oh, he's on mission five or something neat. Like I would, I looked over occasionally and saw, saw you clearing a stage like, oh good. He's making progress. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have gotten past the first stage. It's the thing is it just, I play, I've played like almost all the ACE combat games and I really like those kinds of like air dogfighting games. Yeah. And it just feels like a very, very, you know, low poly, low frame rate version of that. Um, so if you if you use generally like the same logic, it, it still kind of works. It's just the controls are janky and sometimes you can't tell where you are because there's no actual texture. The, yeah. Like the sky is white and the ground is gray. And sometimes you like there's literally nothing else to give you an idea of which direction you're going. <laughs> so sometimes if you're trying to do like a loop or you're a, like a bank turn or something and you don't have, you know, the ground in the sky on proper sides of the screen, you're you're really you just can't tell where you are. You just kind of have to keep moving until you see the like you need you need to be able to see the horizon or you have no idea where you are. Yeah, that sounds awesome. But at least you can play your favorite licensed video game on the road. Top Gun. Man, I can't imagine what playing that on an actual Game Boy feels like. I don't know. Like, it seems like a significantly worse experience. Oh, it's gotta be. It it, it has to be way worse than playing it with a, a big monitor. I it and that was it just I don't know. Some some poor soul got that in a Game Boy. As their only game for their birthday or something like yeah. that. And they're like, God, what do I do? <laughs> and like in 1993, sucks. Top Gun wasn't even that big a deal anymore. No, it wasn't. Like it was way past its, it was way past its, its period. <laughs> so like, you know, some, some seven year old, I would have been seven in, in 1993. And like, yeah. I would have gotten that and been like, what's Top Gun? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know when I found out what Top Gun was. I've actually never seen the whole movie. I've seen bits and pieces of it. I know you probably haven't seen it either. But... I have seen it. I like my. <laughs> so like, I did actually. I did All actually right. end up being forced to watch it at some point in my youth. You, you. That is that is a movie that I've never seen that you have. That's uh, now. Now I know why it's your favorite licensed game. Obviously, that's a joke, but it's yes, got yes. me thinking about what actually is my favorite licensed game. Hmm. I mean, for you, like, it's it's hard to say this after just a few days, but, like, I suppose Shredder's Revenge is probably... Yeah, I mean, the TMNT games, I, to be honest, I, I love Shredder's Revenge, but I probably still like Turtles in Time more just because nostalgia is extremely strong. Yeah, that's fair. Um, And it's simplistic, and I kind of, like, I was just talking about how I, I enjoy the walk up to things and smack them and that's it yeah. kind of gameplay but yeah you know it's weird we were talking about you when you said licensed games turtles didn't even think of i was like oh yeah that's a licensed game <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> it didn't even register well for i was thinking of like cool spot time, and McDonald's. licensed game just meant like oh there's a movie coming out and here's the cheap video game tie-in yes yeah yeah but really, it should just mean like this is something based on a on a you a know, property, a property. Yeah, that's not that's not 
well it's sort of weird when you say licensed game because if you really want to be obnoxious about it like aren't all like 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 so is is hyrule warriors a licensed game because nintendo didn't make it but they let uh tecmo use the the license of fire emblem i think for the purposes of this it would be like a licensed game would be licensing a property from something that's not originally a video game. Okay, fair, fair. Like your we, mileage may vary on that, but I think no, that's, no, I, that's where I, that's where I was generally too. accepted. <laughs> We're just being particularly uh, word specific today. <laughs> we really are. It's 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 rather impressive. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's certainly like. I think there's a big difference between like what's the best licensed game versus like what's the one that I think of first that I, you know, like despite its actual quality. The majority of games that I owned on Game Gear were licensed games because my mom was buying them and I liked the movies and stuff. Sure. Like like uh, True Lies. Mm-hmm. There's a real there's a real great one or Three Ninjas Surf's Up or something like that. I can't. Yeah. Think yeah. What, yeah. Is that what it's called? I don't remember. Um. I don't remember what other ones I had. We should we should absolutely play some bad licensed games from the Game Gear, or or just like from that time, or anything from the Game Gear. I don't think we've done a single Game not. Gear game ever. When I was in Brazil, I was looking at. I forgot that the 3DS had a Game Gear uh, eShop, like as part of the um, one of the updates for the the eShop added Game Gear games. There's like ten of them, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll buy one of these and play, it, and then we can we can do a podcast on it. Like I was trying to prep since I was you know in brazil yeah then that didn't happen but i was i i did think you know we should play a game gear game at some time <laughs> yeah yeah i don't disagree with that i, I don't I, I like i'm not i'm sort of blissfully unaware of even most of what's on the the game gear i i honestly am too i um it aside from that one tasmania game so i suppose i have actually oh, played a bad licensed game on go. game gear yeah we we can have a licensed we can have a Game Gear licensed uh, gauntlet. That sounds awful. <laughs> that sounds worse than the actual Cusa Grande gauntlet. At least there's variety in that. <laughs> hey, let's take a question. Oh yeah, please. Because <laughs> I told you before we have a we have a bit of a backlog, and by a backlog I mean like a couple of questions. But I really, really like this question. I've been looking forward to asking it. I almost, I almost like made it skip the line and asked it to you last week because I think it's, because I think it's a good question, but then I would have forgotten about the one before it. And I want to, I'm trying to go in order here. So this is, this is a really interesting, cue the music. This is a really interesting question because I know it's something we both will have an answer for. Okay. Um, and I think it's something we've talked about. So Swoggles would like to know, in the past, before the internet, and of course, before the internet means, you know, before looking stuff up on the internet for confirmation or checking out game FAQs was common. Yeah. What gaming rumor did you spend the most time trying to figure out? Such as, like, getting Mew in Pokemon, playing as Luigi in Mario 64... Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I, I think, man, before the, it's weird because I can't. I don't know if there were that many rumors that I was privy to prior to the internet. Because even like the Mew thing, the internet was around, like ninety eight. 
But was it a thing that you just went and and like no. looked up online? Because no, I'm no, talking about I... like the era of like the kid on your bus at okay, school. Okay, I know what it is. The one that I probably spent the most time doing was draining the lava in Ocarina of Time. Mm. Like underneath the the castle uh, at the end of the game, where it's floating in the in, in the sky and, and the adult link. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and that that's probably because it was like you could drain the lava if you get a bomb shoe in there or a bomb or you hover boots. Or oh yeah, know. I remember hearing about this. That's that's probably the only one that I ever heard out. So so the the thing is that when I was my, growing up, I went to a Montessori school and there was only like. 30 kids in the whole school well, that's not true but in in my my classroom so yeah, it was yeah. first through third and then it was fourth through like eighth and both of those together was maybe 45 kids or something okay so there weren't that many people to spread <laughs> to hear rumors like fair that. fair yeah like um, the, the odds of someone playing the same thing as you and and like spinning up whatever lies yeah were much uh, lower but but because it, it's weird because i don't think i i would I heard about other rumors, like you can get Mew and Game Boy by doing this, and of course I tried it. I tried, you know, the the things underneath it if you do this, and then it wasn't there. I was like, eh, that's probably not a real thing. And then people were talking about Pika Blue and stuff, and I was like, no, none of these oh, things. Oh yeah, are real. yeah, yeah, I remember that. Like I, I just immediately thought none of them were real. For I guess I just didn't trust people. <laughs> well, you know what? That was probably a healthy thing. That was probably a healthy inclination to draw early on in your life. <laughs> I, I did get I did get tricked by a, a April Fool's game magazine thing where they said you could change the profile of Dragonite to actually be Yoshi if you had to do this stuff. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm totally going to do that. And it was a bunch of nonsense. And then I was I was like booting up my game and it dawned on me what month the magazine was because I was looking at like a previous year's magazine. So I wasn't thinking it wasn't actually in April that I was looking mm. at the, the thing. And I was like, wait, oh, this is oh. And I remember because I called Kyle on the phone. I was like, "Dude, you can get you can get Yoshi and Pokemon." Oh, you spread the misinformation. And and then Kyle was like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah." And I was booting up, and and then I looked at the month. I was like, "Oh, it's 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 April." And he was like, "Oh, dude, you got played." I was like, "Yeah, I did. I'm glad I." I'm glad <laughs> That's I didn't always spend a any weird time. one when you're coming. Like, it's one thing when it is actually April and it's the new issue, and it's like, "Where's the joke gonna be?" Yeah. But, like, when you're going back through and you're just, like, flipping open a random issue <laughs> and you just see the lie and you're like, what? Well, especially for – so now you just anticipate it. Like, on the internet, April Fool's oh, is yeah, kind yeah. of – it's just kind of dumb now. Like, I, I don't even think places really care about it anymore. It's so definitely, much. like I, – I feel like um, April Fool's today – has moved away from just lying about things and into like more visual gags. Yeah. Like it's it's more like oh we're, you know, we're we're doing April Fools by like doing like changing the design of this thing. Or or or, or it's like oh hey, we're going to make this joke product that nobody wants, right? But you know, they already know people are going to want it and they've literally already started producing them because they're positive people on the internet are going to want to buy it. And they're like, ha okay, due to popular demand, we're totally going to make these. Yep. Order yours now. It's like, yeah, I remember wasn't... when ThinkGeek did a Tauntaun sleeping bag. Right, exactly. It's still being sold. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you can and buy it. Was it. An, it was initially a, uh, an April Fool's joke and was, the, everyone was like, what do you mean? That's brilliant. 
just yeah. make that. And you, I think I, one I, of the biggest ones was Yakuza being like, we're turning Yakuza into a turn-based RPG. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good one. And they were like April Fools. And then a month later, they were like, JK, everyone said they wanted it. And, and you know, there's a part of me when, when I don't know, maybe, I'm, maybe it just goes back to my not trusting people. But it right. feels like a lot of that, a lot of times those things are like, no, this is going to be stuff people want. <laughs> like we, we've already done the market research we're not just randomly yeah uh, literally they are using april fools as a buffer right <laughs> to so like them it's really to like bad test a reaction <laughs> yeah it's exactly. like we're pretty sure this is gonna play well but we'll drop it on april 1st so that if everyone says they hate it we can say april fools and then we'll yeah. know <laughs> and then we'll cancel the project and we'll move on yeah and i mean I, I maybe the world is not nearly uh, well oiled enough for that to be true as as much as I sometimes think it is. I, I don't it, think it's like like as in terms of a, a broadly like coordinated effort. No, 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 but like I absolutely think that corporations and marketing departments use April Fool's as a way to like sort of test an idea to see what the reaction will be. Yeah, yeah, especially it's the, the, I think it depends on it probably depends on a lot of things like the size of the company, what it is they're actually t doing, like all those yeah. kinds of things. But it feels like that's a it's a really easy way for uh, you you to test the waters with something that would otherwise be an absolute no. Yeah. Uh, but then it's like, oh, well, maybe we can sell it one time. <laughs> right, right, right. Like test out something controversial that you think you might get pushback on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you get pushback, then say April Fool's. <laughs> and if you and if everyone's like, wait, why? Like, I know it's April 1st, but I actually would legitimately I would, would actually legitimately buy this. I want this. Then it's like, oh, hey, we we heard you. That's my that's my favorite thing. Right. It's like we we heard you <laughs> when they get like a ton of feedback on something positive or negative, usually <laughs> negative. Yeah. And they have, to, they have matters, to walk okay. back a decision. They're like, we heard you. We're listening. We care what you think. <laughs> We're not reading from a teleprompter, a uh, telemarketer script. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, getting back on track, yeah, I'm say, pretty sure I'm pretty sure pushing the truck next to the SSN to get Mew is the one that I spent the most time on straight up. <laughs> I actually have a lot more experience um getting legitimate advice from people about how to do things uh getting the wing cap in mario 64 oh yeah i, I like that story where, where a kid on the bus told you to like look up or something like that and his he didn't note. just tell me he wrote out the instructions <laughs> yeah. yeah that's on right, like that's a right. full sheet of notebook paper <laughs> yeah and i took it home and followed it step by step <laughs> And like it's it's clearly written out by like a ten year old, right? Because <laughs> yeah, like the, the, the sentence the big... structure, like I still remember to this day. Like it's one of those weird things that just sticks out in your memory. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but the the line goes like: after you get ten stars, there will be a sun. The sun is in the middle of the castle. You have to stand in the sun, and Mario has to look at the sun. <laughs> Like the writing is all like that where it's it's just like it's such a child it's, writing it's, it. It's the best though. Like that I wish it's too bad that 
somehow you couldn't have that note still, which would be impossible. But just to I look bet at it's it. in a box in my mom's house somewhere. Oh yeah, it probably is. But I'm not gonna go looking for it. No, it would just be funny to see it because it's like that. That is the best. Um, it's just the best example of passing information along as a kid. Yeah, I, I think that's just so that's it's really precious, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, it was really wholesome because, like, I, I was literally talking about how cool Mario 64 was and there was just a kid on the bus who also liked it and had figured out how to get the wing cap. <laughs> and I went through, like, most of the game not knowing how to get the wing cap. And then there was like, oh, here's how you do it. And then it worked and I was really excited. <laughs> so I have a, a lot more badass. stories like that where, like, people were just sharing information about how to unlock stuff. Than the like weird nonsense rumors that don't that aren't real. Yeah, I don't. So I was not. I, I want to say when I started reading or seeing rumors and things was pretty much whenever I would whenever I went on game FAQs. I wasn't around that many people that talked about it. And when I went to like public school, the I, I pretty much just didn't trust the things people were saying because it sounded like nonsense to me. Yeah. <laughs> um. And and then I just I was never really into trying to find that stuff out. So like if if I would maybe try something quick or if it worked, it's like, oh, it didn't work. And then I'd be done. I wasn't the type of person to be like, hey, you know, you can make Mario wall jump in Mario one and then sit there and, you know, keep trying to jump at the right point. And then you can you can sometimes clip him into the one part of the wall and he'll you can like jump after hitting it kind of a yeah. thing. It's like, yeah, that's not that's not my nature. That is a real thing. Yeah, no, it is for real. That's, that's what I mean, that that would have been one of I would not have been the person to ever figure that out. Right, 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 right. If someone told me you could happen, I'd be like, huh, I can't get it to work. Oh, well. And that yeah, would have I would been have probably been the per I would have probably been the person who got it to work one time and just thought it was a fluke. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Like without hearing about it, just like, <laughs> oh, huh. it's just like it just happened to happen. And I was like, oh, wow. Glitch. Yeah, glitch. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the, the, and then the, not thought about it but like yep. there's a particular type of person who's like oh i can use this let's figure out exactly how it works it's like wave dashing right the, yeah the, someone did that and i bet a bunch of people have done it by accident and never thought twice or even noticed they did it and then someone did it was like oh my god this is mm -hmm. this completely this changes everything game. yeah because it literally changes the whole game yeah <laughs> totally uh so I, I guess I just never spent that. But the Zelda one, I, we sp I spent a lot of time with Matt because Matt had heard about it. I want to say Matt heard about it at school and he went to a big public school. Uh, so that makes sense. And I was yep. like, well, let's do it. And so we spent a lot of time trying to to drain and then we couldn't do it. And I have a feeling I remember I, I, I remember trying to look it up on the Internet when the Internet when, when I, I realized that was a thing you could do and. There was rumors, but no one and, you know, people there was a bunch of different people finding different things when yeah, it yeah. happened. <laughs> uh, I know there's probably another I, I know there's probably others that I looked up and was like, oh, is that a real thing? And then it turned out to not be a real thing. I, I feel like there's one that I believed for like a really long time and was like, oh, yeah, I was just never able to find that. And then found out later that it was just compl a complete fabrication. Yeah, I, I had a, I had a friend who was like, oh, yeah, I got the Excalibur 2 in Final Fantasy 9 by leaving my PlayStation on for six days straight or something. And I was like, I don't know what I'm not. That just sounds stupid. Yeah. There, <laughs> see, that's the thing with a lot of them is like, oh, if you do this like absurd thing that is completely impractical, <laughs> then you get this reward. And it's like, 
I like a lot of those is like, I'm never going to actually test that because I don't want to do what you're describing. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, well, maybe it works. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like I, like, I don't know whether it really works or not. I'm not going to find out cause I'm not going to do that, but you know, more power you know, to you, I guess. I, I might've been, um, my, uh, experience with this might have been a little bit different because I had a couple different like game magazine subscriptions. So I would have just looked to those things for like the cool tricks or thing, right? Like, so if, if, if those didn't talk about it, then I would have guessed that it's probably not real sort of a thing. Yeah. that's. I fair. don't know. I'm, I'm, I can't really, I don't know. I don't remember what I would have thought as a kid. Cause I, I once, I want to say I subscribed to Nintendo power regularly, maybe around the time the 64 came out and then i had that in like expert gamer and egm and so that's like a lot of you know that was like a lot of game magazine stuff uh and they always had tips and tricks and things and and that's that's that would be pretty much did you ever have actual tips and tricks mag- I, magazine? As, as i said it i was like oh yeah i had tips and tricks too yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i had tips and tricks i had a few issues of that and i had uh egm yeah i liked those those were, I, I they were nice magazines like i i kind of miss that feeling of getting a magazine obviously it would be pointless but i i liked oh yeah the the era for that is completely past and quite <laughs> frankly even when i had them in like the early aughts probably it was it was probably still too late for that to even really be worth it <laughs> i i i still enjoyed reading them so my dad gave me the egm subscription so whenever i'd go to his house it would be like i'd i'd every, like i mean i was there every other week or so but so what every second visit pretty much there'd be a new magazine or so Mm. um and that was always fun yeah yeah and i i did get the playstation magazine for a little bit because it came with the disc and i thought that was a like that was super cool but i didn't i didn't have it for that long yeah yeah i had my subscription for like maybe a year or two at most yeah but it was a it was a nice time i you know what would be neat i i i would like a magazine today like if there's like a monthly magazine, I would want to buy it that has cool uh, video game history stuff in it. I would enjoy that. So don't try to keep current times because that's silly because who cares about just like feature articles about old stuff. That would be nice. I would I would like that as a magazine. I mean, that does that does fit the uh, the aesthetic of what we're going for yeah. with this very podcast. <laughs> Big shock that I would enjoy reading about games I played as a kid. <laughs> Which, by the way, since I don't think we've introduced it, even though you've been listening for more than an hour at this point, is the Retro Breakdown. Welcome in. Hi. Yes. And now let's take a break. Let's take a break. I was about to say, (laughs) where are we going with this? (laughs) See you in a minute. (laughs) I had to take a moment um, just to remember that we're talking about Blaster Master. Yeah. I actually forgot. when when, I totally forgot. When you sent me the link, I was like, what game did we play this week? Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. I've done that hours. like three times today. You played it for six hours. Like, okay, playing it for six hours doesn't sound like that big a deal, but I played it for six hours on stream in one sitting. No, it sounds like a big deal. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it, like we were talking about 40, 50, 100 hour games earlier in this, this is in this old, podcast. This is an old NES game that you can't save in. Oh, I there's didn't no think pa- about that. There's no password. There's That's no password or time. saves. This is. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a long game. That's a really long one sitting game. Yeah. Except it's kind of not. 
Well, you can get through in like 50 minutes or whatever, casually, if you know what you're doing. Because so much of this game is just wasting time looking for things. No, I'm going to tell you when this this game... Lo- okay. Are we recording? Okay. We're recording. Okay. So I I messaged you after playing the game for about an hour and a half. Yeah. I was like, hey, I've been playing the game. And, and you didn't respond, which was good, because I was going to actually say, hey, never mind, I don't want to talk about anything at the moment. Because the first hour and a half of this game, I loved it. Yep. I was like, this is awesome. I can't believe They're, I like, play this. It throws a ton of stuff at you that's really cool. There's so much going on. It's got a lot of personality. It's fun to explore. Yep. Yada, yada, yep, yada. Yep, yep. I kind of got, it got a little draggy for me at that point. I don't even remember what part of the game it was. Cause I was like, I'm pulling up a video and just watching the the person do it. And I'm going to kind of go through the motions and not go through the motions, but like kind of know where to go. Cause I didn't feel like exploring or like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Freaking dungeon. But then when, when I got the power up, they made it so I can't jump anymore. Like at the edge. Like, you just stick to the edge, you roll into uh, spike yes. pits. I was like, all right. <laughs> okay, Blaster Master, you've, you've, you, you turned me into a bit of a hater. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I really want to like this game a lot. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. I, I, like, just to get it out of the way, I feel like this is a game that it's one that's cool to know about, but I, I, I think you should play it. If you're listening to this, but play it for like 30 minutes and then just be like, I saw the game. Don't you don't need to play all of it. You really don't. I think I I disagree slightly. I okay. think it's worth playing through the whole thing, but I do not think that it's worth playing through the whole thing blind. Uh, OK, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. I think that like knowing <laughs> what like which area because there is a bunch of areas that you can go in and 90 percent of them are meaningless. Oh uh, yeah, and 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 shooting. I I I my o, I don't really have OCD, but we all like to pretend we do sometimes for whatever reason, which is probably insulting to people who actually have it. But I felt like Agreed. I needed to break every single one of those blocks. Yes, and I was like, I know there's nothing here, and it doesn't matter if there is, because I'll just rewind time if I get hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so, but I still wanted to desperately shoot all the stupid blocks that made that had random power ups underneath it. Uh, which was my own regard. Fault. Like in my case, sometimes I was completely stocked up on power ups and couldn't even pick them up if I wanted them. But I, you still got to break the blocks. I was so con- I was like, how do I use these other power ups? It's like, <laughs> imagine, imagine for a moment being in like just going into Zelda room after Zelda room after Zelda room filled with pots and bushes. Yeah. An infinite number, like just, well, and it's infinite because if you scroll off screen, they respawn. Now, mind you, nothing will spawn underneath them because I believe. But they come back so you can just break them again. (laughs) You can break them again. So why wouldn't you just do that? Yeah. And sometimes rooms seem like they go way, way, way too long with just nothing but breakable tiles. Yes. (laughs) I don't know. Yes. I don't know. Um, There is, it, this is a 90 minute game casually if you, if you know where with to go. a bunch of meaningless exploration that you can do that'll pad it out to five or six hours yeah and the game's hard at the end it is it's like really really difficult once you get to some of the the later bosses and, and that mo- a lot of that has to do with how the the gun system works which maybe we should talk about we should probably like the... talk about it yeah uh so so you get a gun there's, there's a lot <laughs> <laughs> you well the 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 yeah, where do you even start? I mean, okay. So, I guess we can like, start if at the you've beginning. never seen Blaster Master before, let's, just, let's start with that. 
Yes. There's two main phases to Blaster Master. The one is the one that you've probably seen if you've ever if you've ever even like seen a screenshot of this game, which is you're in this little rolly tank and you're going side by side and you have a cannon, you can shoot the cannon. You shoot it side, you can shoot it left or right or up. And it looks like diagonally, but that's just that's just a trick of the animation. Yep. <laughs> it, I was like, it shows your it shows your cannon aiming diagonally because that's because it takes like it's a little bit of time bro. to shift between shooting up and shooting left. There's like a there's a there's a uh, a time cost to that. They, they basically actually animated it as opposed to just instantly shooting up, which is right. It's, it's cool. It's honestly like, cool. It, but I thought like, that was, the game was but, broken. There's also a there's also a cost to it. It's like, yeah, it reminds me of Castlevania where like there's delay on things that are there on purpose so that you have to actually calculate it. Sure, Whereas yeah. like in if you're playing, say, like Contra and you want to shoot left or right or you want to shoot up, you oh, bait, so like good. that's all super snappy and instant. It feels it feels I mean, Blaster Master, like that tank animation, that would have been one of those, it's for the realism to get you into the tank. Like, you want to feel like you're riding in a tank. It's like, well, no, I just kind of want to shoot my my tank where, you know, diagonally, yeah. since I'm going to be flying in this realistic tank in a moment anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we want we want you to feel the realism of what it feels like to, uh, to of what it feels like to drive a real tank. Anywhere, he, anyway, here's the jump button. <laughs> yeah, and this tank can swim it's fine not well <laughs> okay oh but boy it's, still, it's like a submarine tank just just kind of like it just sinks but you can jump a little bit thankfully there's only like a couple parts of the the like yeah you only have to deal with that uh, for a short time yeah. so that's the one main part and then there's parts where like i thought this was the coolest thing where like you could actually just jump out of the tank i love that that's super cool. You hit the what is it? Select, I think. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. And you uh, and you could just hop out of the tank and you start running around and shooting things. You're super squishy, and you take like extreme amounts of fall damage. <laughs> oh yeah, the first time I fell, I thought I got hit by an enemy below me, and then uh, I was like, oh no! And so I recreated the the distance, and was like, nope, that's just that's just fall damage as a person. And why did I take so much fall damage? I realized why much later. Um, oh, why? And it's actually kind of smart. You take fall damage so that you can't be soft locked and unable to get back to your tank. Because um, if you were to if you were to jump out of your tank and get knocked off a cliff, yeah, and didn't die, you don't have the ability because your jump isn't as high as it is in the tank and you don't have the same movement abilities. So there are a number of places where you could be knocked down into a pit and be unable to get back up to your tank. So you would just be soft locked down there. That makes sense. And then there's no way to at that point, there's like no way to actually even like kill yourself to death warp back to the, you know, to get to a new, a new life or anything. Yes. So I'm pretty sure they institute the fall damage to prevent you being soft locked out of not having your tank. Yeah, it'd be dumb if there was just like a ladder or something there. <laughs> I mean, then they would have to design that as being a thing that you could just use all the time. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and instead, they're like, no, you have to die so that you don't beat this in a rental period. So to be fair, I bet you very few people beat this in a rental period. I am very willing to agree with that. <laughs> Though I will say they waited longer to uh, add the difficulty spike than most games. Yeah, it's actually super fair for quite a while. 
Yeah. It feels I, good to play. I would play. say like more than half of it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh God, this boss is killing me repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. There was like one boss that took longer to beat than the rest of the bosses combined. <laughs> when, when I watched you play it and you got to the one boss that shoots bubbles at you and you just uh, damage boosted through it. Yep. I was like, yep, yep, I f that's 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 what I'm thinking, too, because <laughs> that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I mean, it was one of the like the the grenades. So, OK, we haven't even talked about this yet. Oh, God. Yeah. So oh, there's we, the, the other there's part. the tank section and then you yes. hop out of the tank and sometimes you go into like little rooms that your tank can't fit into. And then there's like a top down Zelda like shooting section. Yeah. Where you have like 50 percent of your body is ahead. Yes. Yeah. You look like Bomberman. Yeah, yeah. And so then you're doing this sort of like top down, almost like smash TV style. OK, I can see that. Sure. Yeah. Like shooting section. Yeah, you just... um, And that's actually where you fight all the bosses. That's where all that, you fight. Where the... No bosses in the actual tank. <laughs> no, except for one door thing. That's, that's like really that's more of a that's that's more of just a barrier that has projectiles than a boss. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an obstacle. Yeah. It's I mean, I guess it's about as much of a boss as the uh, as the famed Contra wall. It's actually less of a it's less of a boss than that. I, I think it's less. Yeah, I think it's less. It's it's still the best you get, though. It's the best you get. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where like that's basically where all the progress happens. Like being in the tank is essentially an overworld. And then the actual on foot shooting sections are basically the dungeons. Yep. Yep. And essentially the the object of the game is to get into each area, find the dungeon, beat the boss in the dungeon. Then you get a tank. new then you get a new add on for your tank, which allows you to get access to a new area. Yeah. Explore a new a new part of the game yeah. or new part of the like the, the maps are kind of connected in sort of a Metroidvania style. Yes. Thing. Yeah, and in Metroid in Metroidvania style, the whatever the new add-on is for your tank allows you to explore the new area, to get to the new boss, to get a new piece, to get to the new area, to get to the new boss, to get the new piece. Yeah. And that's the structure of the game. Until you save your frog. Until you say yeah. Or kill your frog I don't know. No, it's sitting on your tank at the end. Oh, that's true. But you so kill the, the other whole, frogs. The whole frog storyline is unique to the 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 United States version, maybe, maybe, maybe the PAL version. I don't know, but in Japan, it is not about a radioactive frog. That explains which, why they didn't actually explain anything about it. Yeah. In, in Japan, there's no, it reminds me of the alien soldier thing where it's like, there's a text crawl at the beginning that explains <laughs> the plot and then it's never discussed again. Basically. Yeah. So in, in Japan, the story is all in the manual, but it's about like some army stuff and there's spaceships and there's like even a, a girl soldier and, some other stuff. Uh, and then you are a soldier that's dropped into the, this specially designed tank that uh, to fight the bad guys, which makes way more sense than, oh, my frog, oh, dang it, the frog got into the radioactive goo in my backyard again and is now digging a hole into the center of the earth. I'm going to jump in after it. And, oh, hey, look, there's a super advanced tech and an entire world under here. Yeah. Great. I'm going to jump into this tank now. <laughs> yeah. So I... I I appreciate the the American storytelling here because it, is, it it syncs up very nicely with. Do you remember when we played through Ninja Gaiden and there are the the, the worlds of power scholastic books? Ah, yes. It, it this this the, the game was novelized uh, in 
the the American version in uh in one of those as well. Perfect. So you can read the Worlds of Power version of Blaster Master. Beautiful. And really get to know our our main character, who I don't remember his name. I don't think I ever knew his name. What is what is his name? Oh my god, I feel like it's a funny name only because of another game. Um, is his is his name Jason? Jason. That I mean that would be funny. I think Blaster Master main character name. Jason. Jason Frodnick. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and his pet frog Fred. Yeah, yeah, I know his frog's Fred. <laughs> oh God. But yeah, so that that that's just a a piece of useless story trivia. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. So <laughs> here is the I think that the majority of the gameplay in this game is quite good. Yeah, I like I said, I had a lot of fun playing it until I, I really just got sick of playing the game because I wanted to play other stuff. Yes, but it drags g- on for too long. And it and the fact remains that I, I, I mentioned you pop out of the tank and you go into these dungeons and you do these like top down on foot shooting sections. Mm-hmm. There are probably three or four of those per zone. One of them has the boss. The all of the other ones are just They're long corridors to a couple of power ups. But how the power ups work, you may leave with less than what they even give you. Yes, they are all temporary power ups. Like it is, there's no like permanent upgrade. Yeah. There's no there, like the only permanent upgrades are the ones you get from killing the bosses, and those are ones that you need to access new areas. Yeah, there's no life containers or, or yeah. Like you don't extend your you don't extend your life bar. You don't extend your hover bar, which you only get for like half the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's no permanent upgrade for your weapon because every time you get hit, your weapon downgrades. Oh, it's so terrible. Um, especially because like the mid tier weapon just <laughs> randomly sprays bullets everywhere. Yeah, I, I can. I sort arcs. of understood why it was useful but you really useful. have to be at a particular Cause, okay because you can like get it around corners and stuff yes. like that and actually for the final boss it's pretty great because the final boss is a big fatty and you can just spray him uh yeah with bullets all over the place so it's, it's yeah. quite useful for the final boss fight yeah it's, it's good to like shoot around corners a lot of the game especially in the top down sections a lot of it um revolves around line of sight where like you know yeah they will shoot you on site, so being able to shoot them while you're off to the side what, is what are the, useful. In Zelda, what are the, the spike traps that if you go in their line of sight, they go they, they attack you, right? Like uh Oh yeah. I I think those are just spikes. I think I don't I don't, I don't know that they have like special <laughs> names. I like the version in in this game because that only activates from one side. Yes. So you can always just like walk up to it be like, hey buddy, and you just blast Yeah, them. as long as you know which way they're gonna go, you can get right <laughs> next to them. It's so silly. Because they only work on one axis. It's so it's it's very odd. I don't and know. cause sometimes you're coming at it from an angle where it's like you would have to really go out of your way <laughs> yeah. to walk Almost. into its line of sight. I would say it's like 50-50 in terms of you trying to get hit by them. Like, sometimes, you know, you have to do a little dance and get in their way and blah, blah, blah. Other times, you would have to go out of your way to hit mm-hmm. them. Like, literally walk through them to 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 take damage. It's, 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 it's strange, to say the least. 
Yeah. So I think that, like, because so much of the time you spend in this game, like, so there is a lot of the, there's a lot of little dungeon areas where I went through the whole thing and got, like, a gun upgrade at the end and then got hit twice on the way out and was like, okay, well, that's gone. Yeah, so you wasted So your literally time the entire there. trip was useless. And it's, it's, it's hard for me to say, oh, well, it's, it's fine. It's part of its time, right? Like it's, it's, yeah, it's, and which is true. There's a lot of things here that are extremely ambitious, but you know, Metroid sure. also was already out. So it, Metroid mm-hmm. kind of understood, Hey, it's, if you're going to make someone explore random places, at least give them five missiles or three. Yeah, missiles. Give them something that will persist. Yeah. So and the fact I that think... like you do all this, you do all of this exploration for, for power-ups that don't persist that you can just lose immediately on the way out yeah. is not that it's not worth it and it's not fun. No, no. It, it makes it makes exploration totally meaningless. So this is a this is a quintessential game where it took me 5 or 6 hours to finish it, but if you know exactly where you're going, you can skip all of that and miss nothing. And that's and sort of that's you can still lame. finish it at like 100% essentially. In like an hour. Mm-hmm. I, I think the speed runs of it are like 35 minutes or something like that. Yeah, I'm sure the speed runs are about half that. But so that that kind but of... But even casually, you could easily beat it in like an hour to an hour and a half if you just know where the location is that you're supposed to go. Yeah. And everything else is just like it's there's no point in exploring it. It's just there to waste your time. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. That is a bummer. It just kind of, you know, it, it's uh, you mentioned kind of like burning out on it and being kind of, you know, being kind of done after a while. And it really does. um, It really does suffer from like being a really fun game until it just asks you to play too much of it for no reason. Yeah, well, and you can't technically you can't stop because there is no save or password system. Right. Obviously right, right, I right. could because I'm using save states and stuff. But sure. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a it's really would have benefited from some kind of uh save system of some sort especially it's weird that they didn't have passwords especially considering that there is no persistent stuff so like they could just yeah it would have been super easy unlocks your tank power right like it's it's strange to me yeah literally Um, you could just have eight passwords because the map you you still walk through the uh you still got to go through the map like yeah with 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 power-ups or not like you or like if you were given your eight power ups, but you started at the very first screen, that'd be fine. Yeah, like you could still. Yeah, so it's, exactly. It's just, you, I don't. Like, I don't understand that decision unless it was could, something. You could literally give people a power up after beating each boss and picking up each power up, and the, yeah. the the password could literally be start on the first screen with tank power up. That's with it. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, or eight p- tank power ups. Uh, I think that would have maybe it stopped at seven. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I think that would have been really, uh, it would have, I mean, it wouldn't have mattered for me because I still would have wanted to, I still would have been fatigued only because, you know, we're playing this so much later. But yeah. as if I, if I were playing this in the eighties, man, that would have been rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a long game. Well, and not only that, sitting. but like, there's such a, there's such an intense difficulty spike so late in the game. Yeah. You got to the there's a limited again. lives and continue system. Yeah. Yeah. You get, you have two deaths. And then five continues. Yep. So in total, that is like what? 
Is it is it actually two lives or do you have like a zero life as well? No, I, yeah. I so feel you like can you die three. twice. So you technically get three. Yeah. Three lives. So in total, you have like what? 15? Yeah. Or no, if you have you start with three and then there's five continue. So technically 18. Oh, uh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that there's I don't think you can get more. I don't remember seeing any way to get more. You know, having a one up at the end of one of those uh at the end of one of those like pointless <laughs> yeah anything explorations would have been nice like, give me a one up give me a continue give me something other than the health and and gun powers that i lost getting in here <laughs> yeah, that i'm going to lose when i get out yeah like that would have been really cool so i think there's a lot of really good ideas in blaster master and i can completely understand why people um, oh oh why people love it yes yes especially especially if you know the people that love it only ever uh played it until they died (laughs) like like the the game has then there would kind of be this like a spot in your heart where it's like oh i loved playing that as a kid i never got very far but it was awesome yeah 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 it's a it's a really cool game that made me very excited when i first booted it up and it it didn't i was i did not expect to have the different elements and like like when i when i first went into a dungeon as mm-hmm. and it became the giant chibi headed character i was like what's going on yeah i also had the same thing where i was like whoa i didn't realize this was going to be a part of this game yeah. like it's it's like a completely different genre for a bit yeah i thought that was really cool yeah that's super cool and the mechanics are all different and the gun powers while weird are are interesting yeah, especially with the first time you get the ultimate power and you're like, what the hell? You yeah, have like a this, tornado bullets. Like yeah, it's, it's this it's... crazy wave cannon that lags the whole screen out. <laughs> it's awesome. I, I really like that. I also think it's funny that they start you in a zone that has a bunch of spikes, like flying Medusa heads, regular zombies, and like little ball enemies. Like the first map, the first part the of the game. F- yeah, the first screen in the game is like the hardest screen for the first five zones. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not particular. Well, that's what's tricky about the game is it's not that hard in the beginning. Like when I first yeah. played, I was like, what are people talking about? Like, what's I heard this game was really difficult. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. doesn't seem that bad. I'm, and I'm not, as you know, I'm not particularly like good at uh, old NES games. I don't have the patience usually to, to, to right. get good at them either. Um, so... I, I didn't quite get it because the game is super fair in the in the beginning. The, the first few zones are really fair. And so I like, think nah. that the moving through the zones isn't too bad. No, it's not too bad. Until any you, until any you of the, the sections in walls. the tank are fine for until the Until you stick part. to walls. Until you get the best power up in the game. Yeah, until you get the last power up, which should make you really powerful, but instead just screws up your jump mechanics. We should probably explain that. So, like, the last two power-ups in the game are, like, wall-crawling spider-ball powers. And the first one's okay, because you basically can just crawl up a wall. Yeah. Like, you just move towards a... a, You move towards a vertical wall, and you move towards it, and then you can basically wall-climb. Yeah. And it's like, that's cool. cool. You use that to get to higher spots. It's it's actually really cool. (laughs) Yeah. Then you get an upgraded version of that where you can also crawl on like ceilings and on every wall from any from like any direction. And that sounds like it would be better, but it's actually worse because the game insists on 
like every time you move towards the edge of a platform and you want to jump over to another platform, you instead start crawling down the edge of the platform you're on and then the jump button disengages you from it. So you just fall off. <laughs> you just fall into the, the freaking spike or whatever you were trying to avoid. Yeah. It's, it's the worst implementation of an otherwise good idea. And it yeah. made the last like hour of the game for me completely miserable. It was well, especially because that's where like some really tricky tank platforming would sound. Yeah, dumb, and uh, you can't like play. it would be fine if you could like turn it on and off. Right. That would solve the problem. It's just like go into your menu. It shows you. It has an almost Metroid like uh, list of all Select of the powers screen. that you have. Yeah. So let me just highlight one of them and hit the A button and be like disengage that for a bit. I don't need it right now. <laughs> Problem solved. Totally fine. But you can't do it, so it sucks. No, it's it's oof. It's an oof. Yeah. Because because up to that point, the, the game's the game's enjoyable. It's uh, and it's even the, still the, enjoyable. The craziest after. thing about it is how aggressive it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you get anywhere close to the edge of that platform. And it's like and it you just, are and you are sideways. Yes. That's what's annoying about it. So you have to like you have to jump way earlier than you think you do, because mm-hmm. it just like it wants to send you over that edge, really, really badly. <laughs> and that uh. like it's it sucks when a final ultimate power up makes the entire game less fun to play. Yeah. It's like that's that's bad design. <laughs> I know it's important for traversal. You need to use it to get to the final area, but like, oof. Yeah, it's, it is it is rough for sure. You, you know, you know, we were talking about passwords and it reminded me that Nintendo oh, yeah. released a, uh, you know how they do like their SP, the special editions of stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. They have a, they have an SP version of Blaster Master. Yeah, what does it lead you to? Where you get, you start in area eight, you have all power-ups and 99 of all sub-weapons. Okay. So that's it's that's kind of neat. Like if if yeah. Uh, so it's like, just, did you want to finish the game? I'm only bringing that up because if you have the switch and you and you want to try it out, you can experience how bad the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the jumping is uh, when that's you're true. That's because you true. Can just you start it and you're right there. It's very awkward. Yeah, um, you can boot up the regular game. Yeah. And uh, and and jump around and move the tank around a little bit. And then you boot up the SP version and see how much worse it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you're fully upgraded. When you have everything. <laughs> that's like, that's so wild to think about. <laughs> that's really wow. It's just like putting it like thinking about like the game feels so much better to play when you don't have all the upgrades is the opposite of how the game is supposed to feel. Right. Welcome, welcome to Blaster Master. I suppose my understanding is that there are I I I I didn't even realize. I remember seeing Blaster Master Zero, and I don't know why I didn't connect the dots that it was like this Blaster Master. I didn't even think about it being a continuation. And those games, uh, I guess, are well liked. The, yeah, the I, I'm actually like one thing. One thing that's cool about playing Blaster Master is that like I am now very interested in seeing where the series goes from here because like with all the gripes that i have a lot of that is like this game was made in the 80s yes and like you know could be could like there's a lot of cool stuff here that could be improved upon with time and 
I think Blaster Master Zero probably does that. And I'm really kind of interested to see how that how that plays out. I think one of the one of the uh, the best compliments you can give in, in a game like this, that's kind of a little rough around the edges, but still really fun is, oh, man, I want to play more of it. Yeah. Like, I, and, I'm really interested to play a better version of this. Yeah. And, and that's not and that's not a negative. Like, that's actually not you don't mean that as a negative. Right. Necessarily right. about that game. You just mean. Like, I want to play, like, I want to play a game that polishes up all the things that suck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I know that there are later, better versions of this game. Yeah. Or, like, versions of of this concept that started with this. I can appreciate what's here, but recognize that it's old and unpolished and, you know, they didn't quite have everything down that they were working on. So I'm really interested to see where it goes from here and would like to, you know, take a look at take a look at some other uh some some later iterations of it to see how they improve on this formula cuz there's definitely something here that is fun and is interesting and like yeah, and i i'm super interested to see where it goes from there cuz i know there's a blaster master 2 and i want to say it was i want to say it was on genesis um there's also was a, there was also was a, a PlayStation a, a, like a weird remake for yeah, like there's, the for like the Wii, I want to say. Oh, really? Yeah, I watched a video on it recently. Um, it's like because it's been like it's getting delisted with uh, all of the like all the Wii Shop stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like it's not good. It's actually kind of a weird, bad remake, but it's also you know lesser known. Yeah, I, 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 I there's there's a PlayStation one also that that would probably Blaster Master Junior. Oh, I don't know what that is. Oh, Game Boy. Uh, of course, of course. It's a spinoff that has little in common with the main se- series being a sequel to Robo Warrior, <laughs> which in turn is a spinoff title in the Bomberman series. <laughs> but was okay. marketed in Western territories as a game in the Blaster Master series. Uh, how about that? Okay. I... I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see how the game evolved. Like, I'd like to see what the PlayStation one was like. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see the, the Genesis one. And I, but I really, what I really want to play though, are the, the, the zero, the, the, or uh, yeah, Blaster Master zero. And then I mm-hmm. think there, isn't there another one? There is a Blaster Master zero two and Indie Creates has, um, announced a, apparently they've announced a Blaster Master zero three. But it, all it says is was scheduled is scheduled to release on July 29th, 2021. Oh, so. So maybe not. I don't scheduled know about that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the that's that that was the, the biggest takeaway I had from this experience was, oh, cool. This was a really neat NES game. Yeah. And I'm. I'm really excited to see what how how the game has evolved in yeah, over time. I completely agree, one hundred percent. How about the the music? Aside from the iconic, like I don't even know, I can't hum it or anything. But I heard the main th- song in the game, and I was like, oh yeah, I know that song. I I had that experience with like three or four different themes in the game, where I was like, oh, I've heard this before. I've heard a version of this on OC Remix or something. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's where I hear a lot of mine. <laughs> yeah, it was the. The soundtrack was weirdly uh, familiar to me. It's it's very good. I mean, it's mm-hmm. I am also in the same boat where like none of the themes stand out to me in terms of like I can't hear their melodies right now. But like 
if I hear it again, I'll be impressed. Yeah. You know what we didn't talk about? What? Um, How much it sucks to fight bosses. Oh, we didn't talk about boss fighting. That's true. I, I wish there weren't any bosses. Yeah. The first one I liked, the brain. Here's the thing. Neat. I actually like the designs of all yeah. of the bosses in terms yeah. of what you actually have to do to fight them. I like I like killing the frog boss because you can trick it. <laughs> well, yeah. I think the bosses are interesting. They all have unique designs. Um, their attack patterns are fairly consistent, but still, like, you can... You can still kind of just figure out what it's doing and 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 dodge the attacks like the the patterns are easy to learn but they're complex enough where it's fun sure yeah they're impossible to hit (laughs) (laughs) there's no clear indication as to where the weak point is even when you know where the weak point is which is usually just right in the front of their face yeah hit it hit him in the mouth but not really because there's like a specific pixel that you have to hit or else it just doesn't work. Yeah. I and that, issue that pixel tends to be like weirdly like, I don't know, like four or five pixels out in front of where the actual boss is. I, I was trying to figure out if that was because if you had the best gun, they wanted to not make it so you could just like wipe the floor. With right. The bosses. So they wanted to make it harder to hit but then that sort of defeats the purpose of having the best gun anyway like yeah and you like you also have the grenade which is the grenade is really good because it does like it does like a bunch of rapid damage in an area but even that has to hit in exactly the right spot like yeah and like the trajectory of the grenade changes depending on how you're moving or if you're standing still or something yeah like if you're standing still it just kind of like drops right in front of you but if you're walking (laughs) it shoots off to space (laughs) yeah so that's it's it's kind of a cool idea but again eh, i don't know if it it was even on purpose (laughs) like yeah it's not sure like they're they're so close to being good bosses even though they recycle a couple of them and that's weird it was Um, very weird i it's 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 not that weird like zelda like zelda one um oh yeah that's uh, true no that's true that yeah that's a good point like Zelda one uh, recycles, recycles bosses yeah. and they do things yeah, like right, now the right. dragon has another head has another. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. So like, it's no different than that. It's like, here's the boss again, but it's got another it's attack pattern longer. or I it's guess a different it's not, color. Let me, I said, it's very weird. I guess I just meant it kind of was lame. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't the yeah right it's kind of it disappointing sort of... only because the bosses up to that point are actually kind of interesting. Yeah, and once they repeat, you're sort of like, mm, okay. Yeah, it's like, oh, I've did this before. And then you, then you get the weird two-phase final boss. He's going to whip you into shape. <laughs> With his diagonal whip, that son of a gun. <laughs> As if this game didn't already feel a little bit like Castlevania. <laughs> it's also weird, too, because it's just like, why is this just like a person? Well, it makes more sense in the other one. I, I'm sure like, it does. Yeah, yeah. There, there's no real story here. You're just kind of fighting whatever's in front of you in the in the U.S. version. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, how does any of this have to do with my radioactive frog friend? And why are we underground still? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do appreciate, I will say, I do appreciate that they they edited in this frog sprite for the final cutscene. So he's sitting on top of the, the, the tank. Yeah. That's, that's a nice touch. Yeah, it's like, look, you did it. You saved your friend. <laughs> and instead of 
So in, in the US version, it's like a, just a triangle pyramid mountain thing that kind of falls into the ground in the distance. Um, uh -huh. In the Japanese version, it's like a um, kind of like a like a futuristic alien looking tower thing. Where like a, like almost like a space needle, where it's like a thin tower okay. and then like a big circled thing on top. Yeah, I got you. Um, and then that's what falls in. So they 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 change the sprites around to try to make it fit in with their weird frog radioactive lore. The journey to the center of the Earth thing. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Unsoft. But yeah, fighting bosses sucks. Yeah, it, I I I can't <laughs> I can't reiterate this. It's so disappointing. Because it's not just that the bosses suck, it's that the bosses are actually really fun until you actually try to hit them. And and it's like so some the boss that you uh that we both damage boosted through. Yeah. It's if you don't damage boost it, the final phase of that fight is hilarious. It's shooting out so many of the bubbles. It's so like it gets more difficult as it takes damage, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they so, all seem to do that. Right, right, and and this one, it, the the number of bubbles it shoots out is totally insane. If you don't have a gun upgrade to like hide in a corner, yeah. Uh, so so damage boost. I feel weird that I didn't see it because I just stood in front of it and threw grenades until it died. Yeah, I was uh, so I was curious and I rewound to see because like as you're killing it, you can kind of see it flashing and like making the attack thing faster. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like, oh, Oh, uh, let's see. And so I was like, oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> like, that's that seems impossible if you don't have a gun upgrade or don't, you know, I I, I, I like brute forcing my way through a lot of. Yeah, uh, I remember people to. in people in chat when I was when I was playing it were like, all right, here we go. Good luck. <laughs> and then he killed me the first time. And then the second time I was like, let's see if this works. And he died in like 10 seconds. And they were like, oh, I guess you can do that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> there was a there's a boss in um oh shoot. What's the what's the it's a the, the sequel of it came out last year. Uh it's a Metroidvania game with guns and stuff. I can't believe I, I can't think of the name. I really like it. Thank you, Jesus. Uh there's a boss in the first one that I that I brute force. I was like I don't feel like learning any of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is that is my go-to mode for when I'm just like Nah, let's see if I can if I can brute force this a few times before actually learning the fight. And I feel like I, I feel like that kind of stuff, if you're a casual, if you're <laughs> playing through casually, but you're using a guide to actually know where to go, those bosses, the I want to say the fifth boss and the sixth boss are the ones. Yeah. The the bubble boss and the one that's like a like I think it was like a dragon. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Um those because that's the one that killed me for like what felt like an hour <laughs> and i was just yeah. thinking about it like if you're playing this game with limited lives and limited continues you could have you just get wiped to this thing and then have to start over and that's 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 why it's hard for me to recommend playing this game legitimately yeah but that's i mean big shock i'm sure for those listening i I very rarely say play an nes game with, without some kind of save state uh, yeah yeah but I mean, we have we have run into experiences in the past where like we both recognize that playing the game with save states it kind or of playing the game with the rewinding kind of cheapens the experience because you don't really get like there is a skill. There is a skill curve there. Oh, and huge. if you just kind of stay at the bottom of it, then you're you not having 
you don't quite get the, the same experience. Yeah, yeah, I think Ninja Gaiden was the the first game for me that I really thought about it more than that. And was like, yeah, this game would have been amazing to learn and master if it was yeah. like the game I had for, I got it, you know, and it was, here's the game you get for the next two months or something or right, three right, months right, or right. whatever. Then Ninja Gaiden wouldn't have been that, that game that you feel incredible mastering, but it's super, it's really hard, but it also gives you, you know, you can continue again, even if you have to play through all the hard stuff to learn it. It's not yes. like Blaster Master yeah, start from the beginning. That's, that's wild. Yeah, and it's way too long of a game for it to be doing that, I think. Like yeah, well, most without games, any, that, without any most games with a hard game over and continue system are like 30 minutes if you play them through beginning to end. Yeah. And you yeah. actually like are good at them and can mm -hmm. and can just go through. This is like I, I'm pretty sure playing it through casually, you're probably looking at like about an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah, if if you even if you know where you're going, but you're not you know a master at the game or anything, if you're not a blaster master, yeah, then it's probably still going to take you one to two hours to 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 get through it. Like I'm looking up right now, I want to I want to see how long the like what is the world record for a for a like glitchless speedrun, glitchless US, forty four minutes. Wow is the world 44 minutes and six seconds is the world record is the world record not without glitches which means that i the the any percent is like 25 minutes sure but i think that i think there's probably like clips and zips and all sorts well, you can, of you can kill bosses with pausing and stuff yeah stuff like that them. And probably like clipping through parts of the wall so you can just skip an entire area and stuff like that. Yeah. Those types of things. So if you're just playing through the game mostly as intended, which I, you know, I generally consider a speed run to be basically like you're playing more or less as intended. Um, like without using any of those obvious exploits in, mm -hmm. in, in a glitchless category. Um the fastest anyone has ever done it is 44 minutes and six seconds. So you playing through without that practice and experience, obviously not knowing about glitches or exploits that you can use are going to take longer than that. And like, that's too much time for a game with 18 lives and then start over. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, too much. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I'd like to know what, why, why they didn't bother having. I still, I still, I'm kind of. I assume it's the... the same as everything else, where it's like we want to make it hard so you can't beat it in a rental period. Yeah, you must be right. I mean, that's that's the that's the basic answer for for all of them. Yeah. So yeah, I like the the point of all of this is like absolute like. So what I did is I played with save states, and I basically used the save state to give myself more lives. Sure. Um, you can also rewind when you take damage, which I did a couple of times, mostly because it was like one in the morning and I wanted to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> but for bosses and stuff, I was like, I'm going to make a save state at the beginning of this boss fight and we're just going to do the boss fight. Right. And I'll just act like I have unlimited lives and the spawn point is at the beginning of the boss fight, but I do want to actually do the fight legitimately. Um, so I tried to, you know. I tried to bargain with it, but like I was thinking about it while I was doing that one uh, dragon boss or whatever it was that was really difficult for me. And I was like, if I was playing this legitimately, I would have game over probably three times now 
<laughs> and had to go through like an entire hour, hour and a half of content just to get back to this to probably die immediately again. And that's not like this game is fun, but it's not that fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, when, but and that's very much a, you know, you have this game in the late 80s and it's one of the three games you have. So you just practice it to perfection and that's how you get extra time and replay value out of it which i just you know there's too many video games for me to do that now <laughs> hey you were just talking about how you know you want to play another 100 hour rpg so yeah i don't have time to put that 100 hours into blaster master so i can beat it <laughs> legitimately i'm gonna use safe states give me yeah. more lives i feel like i'm not sure we probably don't have to justify safe states because i feel like we do it a lot like we we, we explain I a lot. I feel like it's worth talking about when we when we use it in a game like this because we have to acknowledge that it changes oh, the yes. experience versus someone who may have actually played it in 1988. Yeah, or or if they're a purist playing it on the the actual hardware now. Yeah, or if absolutely. they have the ability to to do so. Yeah, hundred percent. So like that is a and you know sometimes I think that the original experience might actually be improved by putting in that time and and. And just actually getting to the point where you can overcome the challenge. And this is not one of those games. I think this is one of those games where the the difficulty curve is more of a spike. And it's very sudden. And the penalty for not overcoming it immediately is much too harsh. And makes the overall experience worse. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, wholeheartedly. It's 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 a, I, I like using save states in, in a lot of these games, even when it's... I know it's cheapening the experience, but in, in Blaster Master for the at least at the very least for the bosses, mm-hmm. it, it almost feels just like a better experience then. Yeah, not almost it is because otherwise you're going to have to replay, you know, hours of game to, to get back to where you were only to then die on the next boss. Yeah. And you, this is a perfect example of like, you know, your feelings on the matter and your mileage may vary. Of course. Yeah. Like I. I do crave a challenge and I do feel really good about overcoming that, you know, I've been stuck on this and I finally got it. Like that feeling is one that I chase in every game that I play. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, sometimes you just want to go through it. Yeah. Golden Axe is another one where it's like, yeah, I doing the, the final, uh, the final boss in Golden Axe is like, I didn't, I, I really cheated a lot. I did a whole lot of rewinding to do that fight, and I just wanted it to be over because it wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that fight sucked. So, like, there are some where it's like, I don't really feel bad about this because, you know, perfecting the exploits and and the one specific way that is the only effective way to actually fight in that game, which seems like it's not the way that the game wants you to play. <laughs> because like all you're really all you really should do in that game ever is just dash attack yep so it's like perfecting that by what essentially feels like knowing the exploits and the only good move in the game that you need to just spam all the time i i don't want to put time into that i don't feel good about overcoming that in that way Mm um and blaster master 2 like some of the bosses were cheap but i did enjoy starting the fight over from the beginning so I could just have that one good run where I finally get it. And that felt that felt great, but starting the game over and having to play for another hour before getting another chance would not have felt great. 
So yeah, I mean, true. everyone's everyone's experience is going to be different with it. For some people, it's like, yeah, but if you have to keep starting over until you finally get it, then it'll feel that much better when you finish it. And it's like, that's true if you have that kind of time. But we record one of these a week. Yeah, yeah. We, we got important stuff to play like Rival Turf. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not doing Rival Turf next week. No, we are not doing Rival Turf next week. No, I don't know what we're playing, but we're not doing that. I have a couple of ideas. I, well, some we've talked about, some we haven't. But we'll we'll talk about that on our own because the last thing I want to do is is like out some plans for future weeks and then get somebody excited and then not do it. Yeah, we we sort of we already have that carrot dangling on, on Riven at the moment. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that is one of the things actually. <laughs> it's still going to take a while to get to that because that game that game apparently takes longer to finish than I thought it did. But. It, it still will be interesting to go through at some point. For sure. <laughs> I don't have, uh, like, I think we've covered all the bases on Blaster Master. I wanted to make sure and talk about how much the bosses suck. Com- yeah. Like, compared to everything else, like, <laughs> it's most of the shooting and combat in that game is actually pretty fun. And in bosses, it's just like, having to go five minutes in every boss fight being like, where am I supposed to hit it is not fun. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Especially, again... Like, you have a grenade, it hits an area, and the area, like, so you would think as long as the one pixel where you hit, where you're supposed to hit, is in that grenade area somewhere, it should take at least some damage, but you still have to land the grenade in the exact pixel perfect place for it to do damage. It's so bizarre. It feels very bizarre. Yeah. Yep. Gonna say bizarre. (laughs) We've been, we've been doing this for a while. We, we picked up on each other's. On each other's language patterns. Our languages. <laughs> that's why that's why we pick that's why we pick each other's word choice apart every time we do one of these. It's true. That's that's how we also know it's 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 the end of the podcast. <laughs> that's yeah. 